Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian. How's it going? What's your update? <laughs> Porch is open for business. Whoop, whoop. I... Feel like spring has fully arrived. Uh-huh. We had a lovely light rain today, but it was like 70 degrees and felt amazing. And your porch is covered, so I feel like you can still enjoy a porch hang even when it's raining. All I want this year, because it hasn't come in a couple years, is a early evening thunderstorm uh-huh. so we can sit on the porch with a bev. And enjoy the thunderstorm. Enjoy it from a distance. From from a safe space. I think that's great. My mom used to do that all the time, and I always thought it was a little weird, and now I understand the calm and, like, peacefulness that comes with sitting outside under our things. We had an mm-hmm. awning, and she would sit out there and just sit and enjoy the rain under a thing, and I that now just sounds like a really nice evening. Yeah, because it's really hard to avoid the the spring rains as we've experienced. (laughs) Um, So at least to get outdoors, the porch is a perfect option just to like breathe some fresh air. Yeah. But I'm in this mode where I'm trying to like schedule in walks or like make a little trip to the park so that I'm spending as much time outdoors as humanly possible. That's great. It is so nice that's awesome i appreciate that especially you're like you know where you are in relationship to the park it is quite a quick walk so i'm glad that you are intentionally taking time to do that it's great good I'm so we'll see but uh we'll probably have you know more awesome theme party updates throughout the summer as we get really amped to take full advantage of the outdoor space that we I'm have excited. available to us. I've, I've already experienced it. I'm excited to just kind of live there for most of the time, if that's okay with you guys. Use it when you're not home. Just, like, enjoy yeah. myself. I think that I'll bring my own chair, obviously. Every okay. time I go to the grocery store, I, like, I just proactively buy uh, spontaneous cheese board supplies. I was so pleased with you the day that we had the first official porch hang and we were like, what should we bring? I grab, I'll grab, i grab wine. What should you bring? I'll grab snacks. And you're like, guys, I got it. And you had a fantastic cheese and meat board yes. just ready to go. Yep. It's like the things that I aspire to. But I also have no self-control and that would be gone. Like, I wouldn't wait for anybody to come over. It would just be for me every night. So I give you a lot of credit for always being prepared. We did have that for dinner, though, the other night. Nice. We were like, I'm not really like, what are you in the, I don't know. What do we have leftovers? And I was like, do you want some cheese and charcuterie? That sounds and it was so like, good. Yes. I could eat that for dinner every day. It was perfect. It was not overwhelming, just enough. Made a little, made use of a little uh, cheese board that I have. Oh, that's awesome. Platter. It was great. Well, I'm excited to join you on your porch. I'm excited that the season is officially here and that we can just get our rosé on and our cheese and meat board. All summer long, It's it has begun (laughs) half begun (laughs) what's your update i had a really good recharge weekend with my folk accountant chell and her children and it was like it was just really good we had a chance to talk a lot i had a chance to babysit i changed some diapers which is just not a thing that i do wow um yeah it was a really big moment um and we all got along like it was actually it was a really good weekend and it was nice 
to have some catch-up time, just the two of us after the kids went to bed. And we realized it was the first time I ever made her dinner. And we've been friends for, like, over 15 years. And so... (laughs) I... It, Chelsea, if you're listening, I have a very extreme shock face on, on my face. <laughs> I just, you know, it's so funny because, like, we, I go there a lot. So I'll go, well, not a lot, as much as I can. But when I go there, we usually, like, either go out for dinner or we order something in or some, pick up to go, whatever it is. But I was like, hey, I've got this great, actually, you've enjoyed it as well, the, um, mozzarella prosciutto fig with balsamic glaze Rubino's pizza um, that a friend of ours made once and I just literally have not stopped thinking about it so I was like I've got an idea I'll bring all the stuff to make this pizza and we'll be good to go and so when we were sitting down to eat she's like I don't think you've ever made dinner for me and I was like this was kind of nice because you know she was like at it all day we were with the kids but to be able to like do something that was helpful and like not mess it up (laughs) was a really like that was really nice so like on top of being able to spend the whole weekend well an overnight with them and just hang out and enjoy each other and watch the greatest showman which we both love that movie (laughs) and all the songs in it (laughs) and we got to have good pizza and we got to have dessert and wine and it was just fantastic so feeling really full and really recharged after that weekend of hangs it's amazing what something like that can do for you yeah and how nice it is to be able to like take your chill weekend time and have it with another person. Yes. But in their home or whatever, that's that's just the ultimate feels. It was great. And, like, keeping it casual, like, not feeling like we had to go out or anything. Yeah. Like, we had wine there. We had pizza. We had snacks. Like, it Got was, to hang with the kiddos. And it was like great. Play yes. And, and they run are after them and the be cutest. <laughs> But it was, like, it was so good to, like, see them and, like, see where they're at and all of their personality and, like, just just be there and enjoy their company. It was just, it was yeah. really nice. So I'm feeling good and full and I'm already looking forward to the next hang. Oh, Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Uh, what's inspiring you this week, Brad? I am spring cleaning my Instagram feed. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So I have chosen to actively unfollow uh, several accounts that no longer bring me joy. Huh. And uh, I think it really is motivated in the fact that I have, because I'm no longer required to be on Instagram as much sure. in my work capacity. Got it. Um, that I actually spend way less time on my phone than I used so to, nice. which is really nice. But at the same time, when I do open it, I'm like, this isn't what I want to see. I want like food pics and only my friendly friend faces. Uh-huh. And so I just went through and there were just like random accounts from years ago or like TV shows that I used to watch that I don't watch anymore and was like following reality TV stars that were weird and crazy. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with you, Kim Zolciak Bierman. <gasps> I'm proud of you for that move. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I mm-hmm. think that was a good move. I used to have a strong Bravo TV obsession, and it's gotten to a point, same thing uh, like I felt about my broadcast TV show love back in college. Right. Uh, Shonda just started going for too much drama. Bravo and reality TV has gone down the too much drama route. 
Wow. And, and so I was like, this is giving me stress and I don't even care about these people. <laughs> and that's a good thing to recognize that you're like, wow, there are lives that have nothing to do with me or things that I'm interested in. Yeah. Stressing me out. So I'm. it's nice because now when I open it, I'm seeing more of the food pics and the friend faces that I want to see. That's great. And when I do have the the moment, I take that pause to say, is this an account I want to keep following? Yes or no? And not feeling bad about it. Yeah. But being like, this if this platform is here for me to like to enjoy, yeah. I might as well be fulfilled by the content that's on it. Absolutely. Because it's my choice, literally, <laughs> to like have follow or unfollow people. I feel like I always get like for whatever reason like stressed out to unfollow people and I don't know why and I understand that that sounds silly. But I find myself having to go through and unfollow all the people I followed to win a contest. Well, <laughs> it's like email subscription. Your yes. Instagram feed has become the... Like just random, like follow these 16 people to be entered to win this one drawing out of the millions and millions that will enter. And I was like, that seems plausible. <laughs> and so I found myself like in a loop once, like click and follow, click and follow, click and follow. And it like took you then back to the beginning and I had to actively, obviously, unfollow those people because I didn't care about most of them. I just cared about the one that I followed in the first place. But I've done that a couple times where they're like, follow these six people and you'll be entered to win this drawing, as will all of these other people. And I don't know, maybe someday I'll win something on Instagram if you're just out there, luck. Believe it. <laughs> but yeah, that that's my spring cleaning is all of the extra that like I'm never going to buy their stuff. I'm never going to like participate in their anything and I need to walk away from them fully. It's okay. It's time. So I think that's a great move. It's inspired me to do this the, the same. I will be I will be doing the same. It's great activity for a Saturday morning. <laughs> I believe that. What's inspiring you? I've been on a Netflix binge. Clearly. And <laughs> uh Brené Brown has a new Netflix special called The Call to Courage. So excited to watch this. It's in my queue. It is. It is. No spoilers, no but No spoilers, but like you know what it's coming. Yeah. Like just everything. But it was really I mean, so we talked about Brené Brown as one of our women inspiring team QS. We've both been fans of hers for quite some time now it feels like and watched her TED Talk, watched, like listened to her talk to everybody about vulnerability and shame and what that does to us. I've listened to her. I think I mentioned as one of my inspirations one time, her being on Dax Shepard's podcast and how awesome that was. And so I just like inhale everything she does. (laughs) And throughout, so this special is like about an hour and a half. And I laughed. I honestly laughed out loud. I felt like and this sounds dumb, but like I felt like someone like reached inside me and put like words to my feelings <gasps> and like spoke my truth and helped me feel seen. And there was just this path forward when it comes to vulnerability and how important it is in every aspect of our lives and how nothing good comes to us unless we're willing to be vulnerable. Um and it's like the things that I've been working on in my head, like just become a little less huge too, because you know, she's talking about every aspect of our lives, not just like our career goals and aspirations, but like everything that 
that we do with ourselves, like the smallest, you know, piece of our family life to the biggest piece of, you know, our next major move of some kind. And it made me really consider what I blow up in my mind and what I'm not giving enough attention to, to be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. And so it was a really like, I, I actually had to, which is not average for me, but I had to split it over a few days because I need, I have like, you know, I go to bed on time and <laughs> I had other stuff that I needed to do, but, um, but it was one of the best things I've seen. And it's just her on a stage talking. Um, it's very much like a Ted talk, but it was like, they panned to the audience at certain times, which made you feel all the feels for the people that were feeling their feels. Um, but it was just really good. So I, I would encourage people to watch it, whether you know, Brené Brown or not, this is a good, in addition to her Ted talks a really good uh, introduction to the work that she does. So it was great. It was really, really good. I feel again, very full after taking the time to watch and internalize and practice what she talks about. Yeah, it was good. It was personal too. Like she talked a lot about her family and what she's gone through. And I I think having that personal aspect of it always makes it a little easier to like fully get in on what she's talking about because you're like, Oh, you're doing the work and we know that she does the work, but it was good to like be reminded of that as well. And I think it's really cool that Netflix is bringing some of this content onto their platform. Yes. I don't know if they're trying to compete with Ted or what, but like I am here for it. Yeah. I think it's great. And also the accessibility around this information on Netflix is is so needed. Yes, absolutely. So I'll take it where I can get it. For sure. Uh, Okay, Brian, give it to me straight. What are we talking about today? We're heading into the summer months. So excited. But it can be uh, very easy for us to overdo it. Uh Um, Been there, done that. (laughs) Many many a time. Last summer. (laughs) Um, And so it can end up feeling like you didn't get to do all the things that you set out to do at the beginning of summertime. Yeah. And we wanted to take a minute to talk through or like – you know, 30 minutes (laughs) to talk through um, some ways to plan ahead, perhaps, to think about what it is that you actually want to do this summer and be a little bit more present through the season so that you're not overwhelming yourself because there is, especially for us, like being in upstate New York, where we go through seasons a little bit more consistently drastically whatever however you want to approach it like the excitement that the community here feels over sunshine and fresh air and not being cold and stuck in their homes during winter time is it's a real thing and so what can we do to make the most of this time without overfilling our our uh ourselves our buckets yes yeah, I exactly what you said. We've only got like a very precious few months. And that is very much, you know, if you're listening elsewhere outside of the Rochester area, I hope you have better weather than we do more often. Um, yes. But I think a lot of, you know, if, if you experience the seasons of any kind, I feel like the seasons are just getting a little bit more screwed up <laughs> because of climate change. Um, but you know, when we talk about what we want to do for the summer, we have this tendency to like 
put down all the have tos versus the want tos and the fill me ups and all those kinds of things. So we are no longer living the have to life. And we are going to talk about how you do that and how to kind of approach it. I think we we have a tendency to like list things and like come at it from a uh, prioritization and like attacking it type of perspective. But I think in this in this instance, that ends up being very helpful because it helps us again, like get away from the have to and prioritize the things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. So let's speak at Queens. I am creating this year a summer bucket list and I encourage all of you to do so as well. And this is more so thinking about like knowing that at this point in our lives, like I think it's a little bit different from a family planning perspective of like, you know, you have to plan ahead for summer camps and vacations and things of that nature. But at least when you're thinking about the experiences that you want to have, I feel like there are so many things that happened last year that like took over and didn't allow like there's this one there's this cheese farm or a dairy farm where you can do cheese tastings cool in the finger lakes area that i wanted to go to so badly last year and i'm like why did i not make this a priority it's not like i could have done it any saturday right it's not like it's so far away yeah it's not unrealistic it's not something that requires a lot of planning but i just like kept pushing it off or like not doing it or doing something else or being lazy or whatever. So really thinking about those like easy, fun things and breaking it down into a list of to curate things around what I want to do this summer and kind of like it more like a hot list of what I like am itching to experience. So like from a bucket list standpoint of like, I want to check this off before 2019 ends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so the thing that makes this a little bit easier is like once you've curated this list, then actually going to your calendar and setting dates around some of the things so that you don't let it fall to the wayside. Yeah. And I think it's a lot easier to get to the high level, most valuable experiences on the calendar when you have nothing blocking it. Yes, absolutely. So check for those free weekends and block free Saturdays that you might have. And that could be your day trip weekends Mm -hmm. because there's so many times, too, where there are things that you have to plan for but also require, like, maybe a three-hour drive. Yeah, yes. And sometimes we get too lazy for that. But if we know, like, hey, I have TBD, ADK trip blocked on my calendar with, like, the option of moving it or adjusting it to another time, but at least it's on the calendar as, like, this is a thing that I know I want to do. Can I make it happen? Right. Um, and I think it also serves as a good reminder as that time frame starts to approach of saying. Like, should we plan this? Do we want to talk about this? Because it's on our calendar. Right. Right. Um, and I think alternatively booking things that are 100% for sure necessary in advance. If you know that there are like a hot concert coming to town. Book those tickets. Get it done. Block it off on your calendar. Or, you know, buy tickets for that garden party that you want to go to. This is a direct example of something that we kept seeing, like coming up, like getting invites in our inbox and people texting us about it and mentioning it and being like, if we don't buy our tickets now, we're definitely going to, it's going to sell out. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're thinking about it and you want to do it, it's kind of like 
the the Marie Kondo version of like events and invites that you get and yes. being like this I know I want to do so let's just commit to it that and will kind spark of like, joy and I'm putting it on the calendar <laughs> but I think it brings up an interesting point too where like th- we're inundated with so many invites to things and there's so many options especially during the summer months so like how do you know truly know you're picking the right thing to spend your time doing right. and that can be really overwhelming um but I think it's also helpful in that sense not to overbook yourself and just kind of think about it in like a one to two experiences a week maybe at max and even thinking like of those one to two, one being on a weekday, one being on the weekend. So you're not like doing that terrible thing to yourself where you're like, I now have something Monday through Sunday and I don't know how I got here. Right, right. Which then you're just like, and this is what I what like moving into the way that I do bucket lists is like I get overwhelmed very quickly too and so like when you have the Monday through Sunday thing you're like well I'm not going to do anything and then all of a sudden the summer is gone and you've not done anything yeah and so it's finding like that balance of of like you said like one to two things that are also like maybe flexible so you're not getting too far in over your head because I have this tendency to like overthink things to the point where I'm just scrapping the idea entirely. So even when you talk about like going to the cheese tasting that's like in the finger like it's finger lakes, right? That's mm-hmm. like near. So it's like an hour, hour and a half away. I overthink like how long is it actually going to take to get there? And is there going to be traffic? And if there's traffic, will it throw me off? And if I get thrown off, then what's the point of going? And then all of a sudden I've just been inside all day (laughs) and I have not moved and so I'm trying to figure out like because I love the idea of the bucket list for the prioritized things that you're like I really want to do this but I think for me personally like my anxiety gets in the way of making even like the one to two flexible things happen and so I'm trying to come up with a plan to like combat this but setting things up in advance, like, and remembering how I feel like on the other side of fun, hopefully will be a good step in the combating direction. Because I remember like, oh, I really enjoyed doing this last year, or I know I enjoy doing stuff like this. And like, okay, so there might be traffic. What's the worst thing that will happen? You know, like if the plan is flexible as it is, then that won't really matter. And so it's trying to like, not push or like rationalize why you're feeling anxiety about the traffic being like is it because i'm worried i'll arrive late oh well the event lasts for four hours so right right that's okay or like is it my own anger with traffic (laughs) like what is the real issue here and how do we like lighten up a little bit and understand that it's not the end of the world if we hit a little bit of traffic and you could account for like okay usually people leave on this day, uh-huh. let's go out a day early. Or, like, we'll leave at 11 instead of noon. Exactly. And, like, just finding different ways to be, like, this doesn't have to be the end of the world. You don't have to be inside all day just because, like, you've let your anxiety get the best of you. Yeah. Um. I also think I'm going to work on, like, not making it. And if I don't do this, I can't do this situation. Like, in middle school when my mom was, like, if you don't go to school, you can't go to the roller skating party. And, like... <laughs> That was like the way that I sounds so sad. It was, but that also that is makes that's sense. True, it makes sense yeah. because I was mostly faking, and so obviously that made sense. But like 
in my mind, I'm like, if I'm not a responsible adult today, I can't go do this fun thing. Like if I don't get my workout in, then Mm. I can't go out for drinks later. And like letting go of some of those like self-made barriers (laughs) that are just there to like, obviously keep me on track. But I feel like I'm also at the point where my workout is like mentally very important to me to like keep my mental health in line that hopefully I don't overdo it to the sense of like, um, well, I didn't get a workout in or like I didn't get that one thing done at work. So like, shame, shame, you don't get to go for drinks tonight. <laughs> like just trying to like have the bucket list, see the bucket list for what it is and not use it as like, you didn't clean your room. So guess you can't do that mm-hmm. thing. Like be an adult, go have a drink. <laughs> or like, it's not the end of the world if I don't do laundry today. Right, right. I'm going to have a great experience that's going to make me feel super fulfilled. Yes. Guess what? I'm okay doing laundry Monday night. Right. And I think like part of this comes from I was in school for the first part of summer last year. And so like I was really focused on having to get homework done and like show up for I didn't have in-person class, but like show up for class in that way. And I think I need to like I don't have class this summer. So I need to like shake that off a little bit and remember that like I don't have homework due and, you know, you're not tied to the computer this many days a week to get this stuff done. Like really enjoy it now that you can this year. And so I think it'll be shaking off some of some of that. Um, And I'm also just trying to get better at taking time off work. So like, again, going back to the bucket list, there are going to be things that you want to take a half day for. You want to take a full Friday so you can go and enjoy the weekend. Um, Just take it. If you've got the time and you have the ability, like don't be afraid to take it. And we've talked about this a thousand times, how for whatever reason, our generation just doesn't like to take time off. It's very hard for us for like all of these reasons that, you know, you can go read, um, like someone's going to think poorly of us or we're not working hard or anything, uh, any of these things. But at the end of the day, like this is your summer. We need to get outside. We need to enjoy ourselves. Stop wasting your time off by like having them be like, you have to take this time or you will lose it. (laughs) And also I feel like everything like, I have, especially in more of my, like, past corporate, this was many years ago at this point, but, like, no one is around in the the summer. summer, no. It is everything from your work to your clients' work to your manager's work. Like, everybody is just way more chill during the summertime. So, like, be okay with that. Yep. Like, embrace the, the seasonal flow of things, too, because that can also, like, if you're one of the lucky folks who gets to take advantage of summer Fridays, like, why not make the most of that experience? Like, For sure. Yes, it is awesome to be able to say, like, I'm going to get off work at noon uh, or one or whatever it is on a Friday, and you just go home and, like, hang out and chill. Yeah. But, like, what if instead you did, like a fun activity where you like sat and read at a park. Right. It's like something as simple but as relaxing as that is, it, that like is an experience that could be a thing that you put on your bucket list. It's just like would like to read a book this summer. <laughs> just one. Cuz that's the level I'm at. That's all I'm going for. <laughs> yes, I agree. I think that's a great idea. I think this feeds really nicely into uh, the next section of what we want to talk about is that this is another appropriate place and necessary place for you to say no to things that you don't want to do. Um, I never really fully 
realized how valuable this is until I spent way too much time last summer doing way too many things. And it really does end up kind of being a FOMO season. So it does take effort to say no to things you don't want to do. Um, Or it may not necessarily be things you don't want to do, but things that you think you want to do until you're in the moment of like, uh oh, I uh, I'm very upset. I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be here. Yeah. How did I get signed up for Barry's neighborhood watch? <laughs> exactly. We don't want to do that. Yeah. So it, it sounds like a simple thing, like we've talked about so many times, but it does give you the flexibility to adjust and go with the flow a little bit better. Or just be open to other opportunities. If you just say, like, if you kind of give yourself that space to say, like, no thanks, or thank you so much for the invite, I'm not available, just being able to, like, be flexible or even say, like, if you say no to something, you can be like, hey, my schedule opened up. I'd love to join for that beach hang yeah if you're still doing it yeah um and so giving yourself space to say yes to and enjoy the simple things is really nice so that could be something as simple of like just being in the moment of what summer is so after work like knowing that the day is longer instead of like slaving away in the kitchen or whatever like preparing stuff for your family or you know your friends or however you approach your dinner making process <laughs> just like have popsicles yes and, like, hang out at the beach feel your toes in the sand and like smell the smell of a campfire and just like hang out and kind of soak it in and like allow for more spontaneous situations and yep. just being like like the porch hangs that we have yeah hey we're just hanging out and if you want to come over, you can come over. No obligations. Right. Bring a bottle of wine and a snack or not. We probably got my cheese boards that I have prepared for at all times. <laughs> but that's the kind go. of vibe that we're we're going for. But, like, I think being able to embrace spontaneity and flexibility in summertime is, like, what ends up being the most enjoyable about the season is because, like, so many things are happening that you can kind of just, like, flow in and out of what you want to be doing. Absolutely. When I was thinking about this, I, I think we have this scarcity mindset because we just don't have a lot of great weather here <laughs> where we live. Beautiful Rochester. Um, we sometimes feels like feel like like there aren't going to be endless opportunities to take advantage of certain things. So we end up saying yes to more than we usually would because we're like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to do that again. Yeah. A friend of mine always says like, you know, this isn't your last meal, right? Like when you're so you're like, what am I going to order? Like I never come here. And you're like, you know, you can come here like in two weeks if you wanted to so it's like bringing it back down to like this is a non-threatening situation yeah no pressure right like remembering that this is like this is not the end of all things but I do think that we have this mentality of like if I don't go to like that beach hang this time I'm never gonna go so yeah or like I'm never gonna get an invite ever again and it's like right that's not true exactly (laughs) so like that scarcity mindset really like puts us in a place to not be um, thinking about what we actually want, but what we think we should be doing. And there's mm-hmm. that awful like should feeling again. And we really need to be better. And like, we talk about this all the time, but really understanding like what's fulfilling to us and not make it like conditional to the season that we're in. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with any season, right? Like I'm not a snow person. Somebody asked me to ski. I'm going to be like, Oh, am I really missing out if I don't do this? My answer is never. Yes. My answer in the winter, I am always saying no. So 
kind of carrying that over to the summer months and saying like, what do I actually like to do in the summer? And if you're not an outdoor person, like you don't have to become one just because it's nice outside. Like finding a way to enjoy your summer, finding a way to enjoy the things that you like to do in the summer, like is totally your prerogative. So understanding that just because it's nice out doesn't make us have to say yes to everything, but just because it's nice out doesn't mean that we like need to all of a sudden become a different person either. Um, And like, finding that balance of saying no because we're like, I really don't think this is my thing to saying no for the reasons that I used to say no to things, which is like, I'm feeling a little anxiety about like having to go to a beach <laughs> or something like, or like that. Or like, I don't like beaches. I right. Maybe you're, I like water. So right. I'll be there. Right. <laughs> and I think it's like, again, coming back to that thing where it's like, I really like going to lakes, but like, I'm like the drive and the crowd and the shoes, like it just compounds itself. So really thinking about like, if you're saying no, saying no, because you're like, this is just not a thing I want to do versus like, I am, I have now anxietyified myself into a corner and I cannot find my way out. Like just trying to like put things in boxes and understand what the motivation is behind them. Um, But again, I think saying no to things, especially in the summer when you have other things that you want to enjoy, like a book on the porch, just say no to the party that you don't really want to go to. Yeah. Figure, figure out how to do that. And if you need help, we've talked about it in other episodes. (laughs) Everything comes full circle guys. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. We, I think this next section of what we wanted to talk about is really to make the most of the time in the sun and outdoors is like thinking of ideas or things that aren't stressful yeah or like how can you do things outside simply but still enjoy the season with all the things that we have going on right um one of the things that i am incorporating into my daily routine is taking walks on my lunch break or when i have a, a lull in meetings I like um it. And even this could be, like, swapping your sit-down meetings with people that you regularly have to meet with in the office for coffee walk and talks. Or just like, hey, let's go for a walk outside. It's a beautiful day. And catch up. I like it. Like, those are wonderful things that you can do to take a breather. Or just like, hey, office, I'm going to go sit outside for five minutes and recharge. Like, I would never assume that that's a bad thing. I'd be like... You get your five minutes. Right. Because what are you going to say? Embrace like, your no, non-smoke you can't do break. that. <laughs> Ser- seriously. <laughs> seriously. And I think we all sh- uh, deserve and should take more breaks in our day. And this is a nice way to make it a consistent habit. And active breaks. Like, not like social media breaks. Unless that's your thing, which obviously no shame. No. But if you're craving some outdoor time, take a five-minute walk. Another option could be to maybe uh, fit an outdoor workout in once or twice a week ins- instead of hitting the gym or your home gym, whatever you've got going on. <laughs> it could be like, I'm going to take my run at a park instead of on the treadmill or do outdoor yoga on a Saturday morning or maybe switch your strength training routine to the backyard. Yes, I so agree simple. with all of these. And I think you know, when we get into a routine and if you're anything like me, that's very like connected to that routine, it can feel again, somewhat anxiety inducing 
to try to switch that up and like find you're getting the same like I'm putting in quotes same workout as you would be like with your regular Mm. situation you're still burning good cows you're still like feeling the sun on your face you're still doing something and taking that pressure off of like if it's not the same exact way then I'm not going to be burning the same exact stuff and to to take some of that off our plate hopefully will like help us enjoy the, the outdoor workout more I found that I just I feel so much more relaxed and not only am I just getting my workout in to like check it off my list and like get it done for the day but I'm also like oh I'm actually like enjoying this and I don't feel stressed about time commitment at this moment and I'm actually just like getting that vitamin D that my my face so desperately needs so much of the time um, and just remembering like that can be a good thing and, and a change of pace is never bad for sure I think if you find yourself uh, lounging on the couch, that could be another uh, good opportunity to move your TV watching or phone scrolling, uh, breaking that cycle and making your way outside. Um, Fully invest in a comfy porch chair or like backyard lounger. Yep. Because, or even just like bring a blanket. I love an Adirondack chair. Yeah. And instead of, you know, Consume if you really want to consume your media, like <laughs> bring your mobile device outside and and watch it outdoors. But I think, especially knowing people who like said, uh, who really love their TV watching routines, like is there a way for you to take a breather from like knowing? Because I think in in one way something that has been helpful for me is like I'm going to reserve this show for my winter TV watching routine. That's a good idea. And holding off and like knowing that you can still get that experience but maybe like a couple months later and taking that free time that in the winter you would normally be you know cozy up under a blanket with some hot cocoa and actually being you know right outdoors and and lounging instead. Or if we're like you and we can see our TV from the porch. Oh, that's a great idea. I never thought about that. <laughs> and I was just thinking that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could just come over and be on the porch. We could just f- turn around. Exactly. Just turn it around. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Great. Plan, <laughs> Plan, <made>. Plan it. <laughs> um, on vacation, leave time for spontaneity. This has been something that we've been trying to do more of because mm-hmm. we got into a couple like, oh, crap, we've overplanned. Yeah. Um, and the times that we've left our schedules or our like daily itinerary open for flexibility um, made for some of the most fun experiences we ended up we ended ha- up having on. Va- I'm fading. <laughs> <laughs> Things that we enjoyed on vacation. Sponta- spontaneity is one of them. Explore. Enjoy. See what happens, see where the city leads you, or see where the town leads you, wherever mm-hmm. you're going. It's amazing. It is. Um, I think also every day, this is like a lovely mindful tip that I feel like I'm just going to like soak in for a minute. Okay. Uh, take a moment to ask yourself every day during the summertime, what do you love most about what you're doing in the moment? We talked about this a little bit um, in the past vacation episode that we did where you write it out or talk out the experience that you loved most about that day Hmm. and really like soaking in what you're experiencing so that you feel it 
Yes. And when we do fade into winter months, we remember these fulfilling experiences that we had. And even if it isn't like some big ta-da, it's like, I'm so glad that I got to sit here and relax for 20 minutes by myself after work with a book. Yeah. Or I got to eat a great popsicle and I haven't done that since I was eight years old. And the flavor of it brought me right back to, you know, playing in the backyard, splashing around in the kiddie pool. It's good stuff. Yeah. But it is. It's nice to be able to go back to those moments, remember them, feel how good they feel, because we've talked about this too. Like, we let go of joy so quickly. We let go of those good feelings so quickly um, that actively hanging on to them and actively acknowledging how good you feel in that moment hopefully does help, like, internalize it and help you pull from that when you're feeling, like, either low or if it's rainy or it's gross or, you know, like you said, as we get into the winter months, um, we can pull back on that memory a bit and like feel it again and feel that goodness I like it I just think that taking your music or your podcast outside for a walk is just a good idea I think aimless walks are okay and getting yourself just out and about in some way I think sometimes like I reserve my podcast for car time or for treadmill time but knowing like they can go with me places (laughs) is a good reminder so I'm a big fan of that and then I also thought about making a list of like your favorite restaurant or bars that have stellar outdoor patios yes and like have a great outdoor situation and then check them off throughout the summer like reconcile that it will be crowded and that's okay because what you're getting is so much better than the crowd that you're experiencing which is like a really nice opportunity to enjoy a porch that you will not see again for like nine months (laughs) for sure so I think that that's like one of those good easy ways to get outside that doesn't necessarily have to like cost an arm and a leg but like planning a weekly if you're already doing like dinner out fairly often switch it up to go somewhere that you would normally maybe not go because it's not your go-to place but you know they have like a killer outdoor patio and you just want to like enjoy above on a giant porch and even if it's crowded it'll be worth it yeah i'm excited to uh see what we both compile for activities we want to do this summer i'm excited and and see what we can do together i was gonna say that and also i'm gonna need a check-in so my like fear of everything doesn't get the best of me and keep me like fully indoors so i'm I'm happy to be your, your accountability partner Sid. i will appreciate that greatly thank you shall we break let's break Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening this week. You can follow us on Instagram at queen underscore speaking to continue the conversation. And you can find episode links and show notes at queenspeaking.com. See you next week. week.